Uh-huh. Let's go. It's the Great Debate Show. Jarvis Jeffries, Terrence Smith, Nick Ely, we're all here. The boys are back in the building. We're back and we're better than ever, baby. Let's get it cracking. It's the good guys. How y'all doing today, man? Hey, I'm doing good on my end. I don't know about you guys, but you know, it's good when your team signs somebody that you always needed, so I'm doing great. I'm glad you said that, Terrence. I'm doing great, everybody. I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time with it. Me and Jarvis was in a conversation, y'all, before we got on, on here, and we want to continue it about that very subject. Obviously, Odell Beckham has signed with the Ravens. I'm personally glad to see him there. I'm sure Terrence is as well. We'll get his mm-hmm. thoughts on that here shortly. But in the meantime, Jarvis and I were having a conversation about Odell Beckham and, and how significant his signing actually is to the Ravens, considering where he is in his career and the injuries that he's had. That conversation devolved into him mentioning to me that people will ask the question, if you take away the catch that he had as a giant, what has Odell Beckham done in his career? Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, hold on now, hold on now. Before you lie to the public now, hold on now. I said someone, I said someone said, I didn't say that came from me now. I didn't say it came from you. Oh, okay. I said you said there were people that would ask the question. Oh, okay, okay. My fault, my fault. I missed that part. You were laying to me what okay. somebody else said to you. Okay, gotcha. My if, fault. If, if I didn't catch that. If you take away the catch yes. that he had as a giant, the one, the catch that we all, the greatest catch we've ever seen, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Yes. What has Odell Beckham done? And my answer to him was, through three years of an NFL career, Odell Beckham Jr. was the best wide receiver we had ever seen. Statistically speaking, which is true. Mm-hmm. It's just yards, touchdowns. Other Beckham Jr. is the best wide receiver we'd ever seen. Number one in all of them, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And the way Jarvis responded to me gave me the impression that that didn't hold a lot of weight with him. And so I'm trying to figure out why. Jarvis, you have the floor. I mean, hold on, I'm sorry. Say that part, that last part one more time. I said, the, the way that you, because I don't remember exactly what you said when I said that, mm-hmm. but the way that you responded suggested to me that that statement didn't hold a lot of weight for you. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out why. Well, no, I'm, what I'm saying is that catch, and I'm not agreeing with this person or these people that I've heard say this. I'm just saying that in those first three years, that's when the catch occurred. That's when it happened. There, there, there hasn't been much after that, though. Because of the lack of, uh, you know, him being durable throughout the seasons. I mean, He's been injured I mean, in New York. Was he was injured in Cleveland. Giant? Huh? Was that his last catch as a giant? Uh, of course it wasn't his last catch, but I think it was in year, I don't know if it was his rookie year or his second season. That was, that was his rookie year. Okay, that was so his rookie year. His rookie year, you know what happened after that? He had two more years of being the best wide receiver we've ever seen through three years. Okay, I, okay. now, uh, I thought Antonio Brown was lighting it up at that time also. I thought um, there was other receivers that was good, but I'll give you those three years, but it's just three years, though, Nick. I mean, what are we talking about? Three years. I was the best damn employee at uh, at the first company that I ever worked for for the first three years. I don't own that motherfucker. I don't even work for that motherfucker. That, that, you know, what that's is that? an entirely different conversation because three years of doing something to that level. I'm saying I have family? nothing to show for for those three years, and what does he have to show for those first three years? I mean, look, and again, this is a this is not 
what he has done or what he hasn't done. It's more of a what have you done for me lately? And what I the first thing that comes to mind for me outside of the catch is that, well, he's kind of been, you know, like jumping from different teams and, you know, he's been banged up for the most yeah, part of his well, career. That's the, well, that's what I think, I think of I think the, as the, the most recent. The, the main issue I have with that, uh, you're not wrong, right? But it's like, you Why can't be you wrong, wrong when you're spitting facts. I'm not. This well, is okay, not an opinion. Okay, but here's 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 the thing, because I think everything is in context. He got the very last of Eli in his dead arm. Uh, he, got Daniel, he got Daniel Jones and his pure mediocrity for a year. Uh, keep in mind the reason the catch exists and it was so great is because Eli Manning threw a terrible pass. Right. Hey, hey, hold on now, hold on, hold on, just for one second now, guys. I'm not shitting on OBJ. I've never said OBJ is not a bad receiver, and that was a lovely, brilliant, fantastic. I think it is one of the greatest that I've ever seen. I have not denied that. Have I? Only thing I'm saying is that there are some people that think outside of the catch, what has he really done? He is injured for the most part, and the only part that I agree with is he is not durable. That's it. And the whole conversation is about him being a Raven now, there's this intrigue Lamar to sign a deal and how good is this for the Ravens and Lamar if he comes back and plays with OBJ. He's a wide receiver one now. He's not the second or the third option behind Cooper Cup and the rest of those that talented offense that they had when he was a Ram. This is the Baltimore Ravens, and I don't know what the offensive play calling is going to be like. All I know is that he is still OBJ. He's 30, but I think he's still a bad man. But I think the bad man still could go down and by week five, week six. It happens a lot. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not wishing that on him. I just like to be right. And I give facts and I just go by what I see. I said the same thing about Zion Williamson. You all shot me down. Zion Williamson is not playing basketball right now for the same reasons. And, all, and all, only, the only thing I did then was speak the obvious. And right now I'm doing the exact same thing. Zion, he's been hurt a lot. So I just said that he's been hurt a lot. He's good, but damn. And same thing with OBJ. He's good, but he's hurt a lot. He was hurt with the Giants. He was hurt with the Browns. He got hurt with the Rams. He's been hurt everywhere he's went. So all I'm saying is, before you have your Super Bowl parades and your parties, just ask yourself, shouldn't we be trying to go for D-Hop also? Then that would make me sign three years, 133 right now. Forget five years. Forget 200 million. Forget all of that. You're bringing me toys that I can play with, and I don't want to hurt the team. I want to help the team. That's when I would do it. But just OBJ alone, as the number one receiver probably in Baltimore, I don't know if that's enough to say, okay, oh, we're going all the way. Because, man, you just it, I, call me you, crazy. But, I mean, would it be would it be a shocker? And I'm going to let you talk to me. Would it be a shocker if he didn't play the whole season? Because, like, when's the no. last time has he actually done that? That's all I'm saying. That's not an opinion. That is a fact. Let me ask you a question, Jarvis. First off, to answer your question, last time he played a full season was 2019. If a player – What year are we in right now, Nick? I hear you. Oh, all right, all right. No, 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 no. Don't hear me. If if I answer your question, I want you to answer mine. All right. That that that, that was that was how many years ago then, Nick? That was three seasons ago. That's my point. That's all I am saying. It's not an opinion. Those are facts. I'm listening okay. though. So I'm asking you this: What would be 
How, what percentage of your games over an eight-year career would a player have to play for you to consider him durable? Every season. Every season? No, as, as a whole. As a whole. In eight years, in over, over an eight-year career, what percentage of your, of your games do you need to play? Man. For you not to be considered an injury risk player. Well, well it would depend on the position. Uh, uh, well, kind of wide receiver, man, 60, 70 percent, 80 percent. Your wide receiver in this type of league, the way the league is today, you should be able to play Odell, most of the time. Odell Beckham, through eight years of his career, has played 75 percent of his games. 75 percent of his games? How many games is that then? How many games has, is that? Well, out of 128 games, he's played 96. Out of 120, okay, out of 126, 128, 128 games. Possible games, he's played ninety six. Okay, all right. In in those eight seasons, one, two, three, four, five of them, he's been a thousand yard receiver. Okay. What's the problem there? What's the problem? Here? My point is, a player with that level of talent and that level of productivity and that level of availability, because as you just said, 80 percent would get it done for you. He's at seventy five. It doesn't seem like it. I'm sorry. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like well, the, my I'm, last I'm, thought. Okay, go. Yeah. I mean, what it seems like and what, what the stats say, this is what I'm not a usual huge stats guy, but this is one time where it's like, hey, you can say he's well, that's, good, Okay, okay you, so you that's a fact. You lay that's your standard, and he, he exceeds in it. Okay, so, so so that's I'm a fact. That, that part is a fact. Mm-hmm. And two recent injury, more serious recent injury history with the ACL. But when we saw him before that ACL, he still looked like that guy. My thought is, at 30 years old, him coming back to this, to this Ravens team, coming to this Ravens team, and, and my assumption being that means that Lamar is getting signed. Oh yeah, it, it can get real nasty real fast. If he if, if he can if he can finish the season healthy and give you 12, 13 out of 17 games, oh yeah, it's on. The, the Ravens could be a real problem. Okay, but what did I say wrong though? Like, I mean, like, okay, you gave your facts right there about, hey, he played a most 75% of his games, but what did I say wrong? He's also been injured, too, just as just as much. I mean, even if he's played 75% of his games, this man is towards ACL, I believe, twice. My, my question to you was, what, how many games, what percentage of his games would he have to play for him not to be considered an injury-prone player or to be considered a durable okay, player. Okay, so he passes. And so the, yes. your answer, what that says to me is that any other player who played 75% of their game, you would not consider an injury-prone prone player. And so, therefore, that, that label, based on your standards, should be removed from Odell Beckham. I never said that he was injury-prone, though. I said he has been injured. And he's not that durable, it seems, from what we, from what we look at. He has tore his ACL twice, if I'm not mistaken. He's broken his ankle. Mm-hmm. It's not so much about how many games he's missed. It's the severity of the of the injuries. And at 30, and I know that seems like they're still young these days in this league. However, the things that he's torn, can he be the same Odell Beckham Jr.? I'm not saying he can't. He very well could be. I'm just saying I, I wouldn't throw a party about it yet because, like, I don't know when the last time he's played a full season. Well, I didn't know. Before you, until you told me 2019. But again, we're in 2023. That's the issue for me. That's it. I've never said that he's not this guy. He's not that guy. You think I wouldn't want OBJ with the Niners? 
but I would, but, but I would much, well. but I was much, I would much rather, I would much love to have him as a second or third option on my stack niner offense, just like with the Rams, versus him coming in having to be like the savior for this offense. I just don't know how reliable he would be because at times he does get injured, even if it's only 25% of the, of his career then, according to the numbers that you just gave us, Nick. I guess that means he's only been hurt 25% of his career. But my thoughts, the last thing I can think about when I think of OBJ, he got hurt in the Super Bowl. Before that moment, it was, damn, I don't know. Hell, he he got hurt in Cleveland. You know, it just, you see what I'm saying? But he has been injured everywhere he's been. Back-to-back yards, back-to-back seasons of 70-plus catches. And a thousand plus yards being thrown the ball by Baker Mayfield, who didn't even like him. See, you're see, you're talking to me as if, and please, I don't I'd say what you got to say, but you're talking to me as if I'm saying that the man can't play or the man didn't put up good numbers. I, I'm talking about his his injury status. That's a fact. I, I didn't deny his numbers at all. You're talking like I oh, said. Two seasons you're talking. He, uh, he he broke his ankle in, in New York. But yeah, I, I thought he did. I know he did. He's been injured on every team he's played for, right. and that's so just a fact. But you're talking as if but you're talking, but but no, but hold on. But you're talking to me as if I'm saying that he doesn't have the numbers. He was injured and he didn't put up numbers. I never said that. I never said anything about his stats. I'm not even interested in that right now. I'm just saying let's not act like he won't get hurt. That's all I'm saying. He may ball out week one through eight. But will we have him week nine through 17, 18? He might, he might miss him nine through, through 12. That's all I'm saying, man. I mean, that, stop. Don't, don't, don't make it seem as if I'm hating on him. I'm just giving you the facts. He has been injured. All right. I mean, it's the truth. That's it. It's just the truth. He has been. I'm not saying he, won't, he will not play 17 games in 2023, but it will be at first. That's all I'm saying. So I think I was telling you about the Western Conference. Everybody's like, Jay, you don't believe in this team? Really? What does recent history show me? Not to trust these certain players or teams. I, 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 would, I would much rather trust a team that has shown me that they're champions, and that's the Warriors. Now, I'm not saying they're going to be champions this year, but this is the team that I would trust more than anybody else in the West because of them being champions, you know? And OBJ, as good as he is, man, he's been hurt. I'm just just, just seeing what it is. He's been hurt, uh, but it. I but let's let's just get into the addition of OBJ now being with the Rams. I think we know where Nick is going with it, but I would want Terrence to get in here because this is his own. This is his damn team, and he needs to tell us how he feels about OBJ and signing with the the Ravens. Uh, tell 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 us what you think about this. He is the number one, I believe. In Baltimore, yeah, yeah. so so how 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 are the Ravens going to look now? And is this uh, definite information? Is this for certain now that Lamar is signing something, whether it's a tag or a long term? But he's playing for the Ravens. He's playing, yeah, he's playing. And maybe and maybe maybe he just plays on the tag and it's a uh, you know it's kind of a, a basically a one year deal for both of those guys. Uh, but I'm pretty sure you'll see him in a Ravens uniform next year. I've said that all winter and and. Spring for those who are listening, so I, I, don't, I don't see that changing. You have uh, as far as the um, as far as the signing of OBJ itself, I think I've been pretty consistent over the over the years about saying that. Hey, listen, even if it doesn't work out, I really appreciate when teams go for it. And giving OBJ, who was injured last year, has been injured before. Uh, $18 million on really just a prove-it-to-me-one-more-time deal 
man, that's going for it. Now, of course, most of the deal is signing bonus. I think he's got a base salary of, of less than two million dollars. He got like fifteen million dollars in signing bonus, so it doesn't it doesn't hurt the cap at all. Um, but just bringing that man in to me says that hey, you legitimately seeing see a problem here, and you are going for it, and you want to win. Now, this is not um, don't get me wrong. This is not going to get a uh, a 2023 Porsche, right? But it is, it's very much, uh, it's very much going to get a 2019 Porsche. Like, at least you got a Porsche in the garage now. But I also have to look at it like this. Uh, he's going to come in, and of course, he's going to be expected to be the number one. I'll say expected. But with him expected to be the number one, that means, hey, Bateman, when he's, when he's good, and I think he's good and ready to go already, he's going to see the second best coverage. Uh, they did bring in Aguilar, which at the time looked like a trash signing. Now, Aguilar might be your third best receiver. Seeing your third best coverage. <laughs> okay. What about the and other I, guy? And, the other guy, I'm sorry. Uh, not not Bateman, but the other one that did play. Um, well, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting okay. to this. So oh, okay. if you, and if, if you are, if you're telling me that the Ravens are going to go into the regular season and Duvernay is going to be their fourth best receiver. Yeah, that's him. That's him. I'm I'm okay with that. Mm. I'm gonna tell you this: if Duvernay is a now that sounds good, the way you put it, he needs to be cut because he definitely should be better than Nelson Aguilar. That's what I was gonna say too. Yeah, I'm just giving Aguilar credit for playing a little bit longer. Okay, okay, Uh, and okay, okay, and even that. Let's switch those. Let's switch those. If 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 uh, Aguilar is your fourth best receiver, I'm really okay with that. That's not too shabby. Yeah, it's not too shabby. No, it's not too bad. Uh, And then, uh, and I didn't even mention Mark Andrews at the tight end. You know, Mark Andrews should have the best season of his life because you can't double cover Mark Andrews like they've been doing. Yeah, that's the fact. I forgot about Mark Andrews. Yeah, and and, and that's not even including likely. The, the, this is the last the last day that Lamar or or Lamar fans like myself can complain about him not having anybody to throw to. Saturday was the last day of that because if if everybody on paper now this is on just on paper. Um, the offense went from mediocre to stacked overnight if everybody plays like they're supposed to on paper. Hmm. Interesting. That's not even, include, that's that's not even including the running game. Interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Who, who, to, who, who else told you that some months ago? Told me what? About OBJ? Particularly when it comes to uh, um, uh, Rashad Bateman sliding into the number two spot. Oh, oh, oh. Receiver. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do what do you mean like with the with the eagle? Is that his name Bateman? Yeah, Bateman. Yeah, yeah. Remember I said if he can get y'all had a legit number one on the outside, and he slid number two with J.K. Dobbins and Mark Andrews, y'all would be all right. Oh no, that's yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, they would, I mean, but here's the thing though, Nick. I've said for years, you know, we drivers and I would have these shows, and it'd be like in a preseason. He would ask how I felt about my Ravens, and I would always tell him they need a number one receiver. Yep. Yeah, you, you, we've been saying that for about three years now. Yep. I mean, that, 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 that far away from, from, a, from a title for about 10 years. You about right. Yeah, I, I legitimately think this that if they had a number one receiver these past, any of these past three years, maybe four, uh, they would probably have been in, in the Super Bowl at least, at least half of the time. I mean, that's just, that, to me, that's just what I, that's what I thought that they were missing. That's true. Because everybody else, everybody else, at the, at the time, Mahomes had Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, Travis Kelsey. I'm, I'm, I'm excluding Kelsey because he's a tight end. 
well, my goodness, he might be the best tight end of all time. <laughs> so you gotta, right. you gotta right. count that man in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't just leave him out because he doesn't technically play receiver. Right. Uh, you know, Josh Allen, he ended up getting signed and getting Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we started to, to change his career once he got a number one wide out. I mean, yep. Joe, Joe Burrow has a number one and, and possibly two number ones and a number and a number two over there. Because uh, I think Higgins could be someone's number one. Honestly, I, I I can I see a lot in Higgins. Yeah, I think that. So all of these guys and and, and uh, what's my boy over here? And I want to say San Diego, but for the Chargers, Mike Williams. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, they've got Mike Williams. Not, not Mike Williams, but uh, and Herbert. He's got Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan Allen. So like Allen. people always talk about, oh Lamar doesn't deserve this, or Lamar can't win a playoff game. My goodness! Look at <laughs> look at the talent everybody else has had over these years. Well, we've we've always agreed on that. But Terrence, let me ask and, you this: and, real, let, let me ask you this. So, are you telling me from what I hear, and you definitely you're definitely making a hell of a sale? I want to buy um, a lot more now than I did five minutes ago. However, are you telling me that what the Ravens have now done since you since you say that it's made this offense much more stacked now from just one move overnight? Have, are you forgiven? Have you forgiven them now for what they've done, or do they still need to give Lamar a long-term deal? We we know, ladies and gentlemen, Terrence was very close to jumping off the Ravens bandwagon for the way they've been treating Lamar and just how the things has been going here. He still hasn't been paid yet, but this signing does say, "Hey, Lamar, we love you, man. We really do mean it. We want you to stay here. Here, here yeah. you go." Does this well, I, I, you forgiving him? Well, I, I think my answer is the same as it was uh, last week. I am going to always hold them accountable. Um, I think this is a, a step in the right direction because it, sh- it legitimately shows me that they want to win. Mm-hmm. But now the, the the missing piece here is the one that should even be missing. Like you got to pay Lamar Jackson, but I'm also <laughs> paying very close attention to the draft because even though um, OBJ is there for one, it's a one year deal, and you're probably not going to be able to pay him. If he has a great season, we won't be able to pay him. Right. So who's next? Yeah. That's a good point. Um, you know, um, who's next? Uh, now, but I, but I got to say this. We were, we were talking about OBJ's age earlier uh, when you guys were. I was just kind of sitting back and listening to the – You enjoyed that? I did, actually. You know, a good old jousting is, is good for the show. <laughs> You're right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a debate show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like little jousting, little – uh, we don't want to be the Timberwolves now, but you know, look. <laughs> right, we don't go that far. <laughs> oh right. my God! No, but uh, UFC is hiring Cliff Kingsbury. He's coming into his year thirty of age, and I had to I had to think about it. Terrell Owens was thirty one when he went to the Eagles. Hello, and I don't think oh, oh, anybody oh, oh, thought oh, 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 in the wildest oh, dreams that T.O. would go there and do that. Wait a minute, and it's, it's simple. I did, and I'm, and it, and it's not me comparing oh, OBJ to T.O. because T.O. was a you know generational talent, generational worker. It wasn't even his talent, it was just the fact that the boy worked so doggone hard and still does. And he stayed they healthy. Still I work most of these receivers. Yeah, and he stayed um, healthy. Yeah, but but I think my the, the biggest thing is that we we never saw McNabb with a not even a good receiver. He had trash and Stinkston over there all those years. Yeah. Okay and so is Freddie Mitchell how, oh, how did you have nicknames for my sorry ass receivers? They were they were bad. They 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 were bad. So so Terrence, are you comparing? Are you comparing Lamar Jackson and OBJ to the? Are are they the new McNabb and To? I'm I'm, I'm definitely comparing the situation. Okay, the situation. Uh, To also had to prove that 
he could go over there and light it up and not be a quote-unquote distraction, even though we know how that ended. Um, a lot of people were on McNabb because they I, they went to I feel I think four, straight, four straight conference tell, uh, title games and then win one, and, and literally the minute he got there, even though he, he was injured during the playoffs. But my goodness, um, just the difference in that team with him there was just crazy. Just absolutely crazy. From yeah. I mean, literally from from the first drive of the of that season, uh, they were the best duo in the game. From the minute they said hike. No doubt. And uh yes, I do believe the OBJ can have that same kind of effect because we've never seen Lamar play with that caliber of talent on the outside. So so what do you rate? What what on a scale of one to ten right now, at this stage of his career, what do you see OBJ at? Now, I still I still think OBJ has crazy talent, and I think he has crazy work ethic. Okay. I just think that um, you know we he's unfortunately the beneficiary of some very very poor quarterback play with the end of Eli's career, the beginning of Daniel Jones's career, uh, and then Baker Mayfield, who was just trying so hard to feed OBJ that he was not even really running the offense and just overthrowing him. Not hitting it when he's open. Uh, it was just a very, very bad situation for OBJ. And and honestly, it was a bad situation for Baker Mayfield because I thought that he just overextended himself trying to trying to feed his star player when he should have just played football. Yeah. And who knows how different the Browns could have been had he just played football. Yeah. Well uh, so he's he's been the beneficiary of, of, of some very bad quarterback play. Yeah, and no listen, no doubt about this it. This is also the best quarterback that he's played with. No doubt, no doubt about it. That is also true. That is also true. And, and for the record, OBJ was not supposed to be a Cleveland Brown anyway. That only happened because John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan passed on a trade with the Giants because the Giants asked for DeForest Buckner, and the and the Niners said no to that part. Didn't they, they trade gonna, him anyway? It, it, that's exactly what I was getting to. But they traded his <laughs> ass anyway the next year. So you could have had OBJ. OBJ told John Lynch before they played the, the Niners on a Monday night, come get me. I mean, you can literally hear him saying that. And they tried, but they didn't go for the Buckner deal. And it's like, yeah, that's crazy. And the Buckner did you still traded Buckner. He could have been a Niner. And man, what I had loved to have him then. That was like 2018, 19. I would have loved to have him at that time. But anyway, um, I'm not look, this is this sounds like it's gonna be good. You definitely shined it up. You put the ribbon on it and everything, Terrence. You makes it. You made it look really good, shiny and clean. It sounds good, and on paper, they should be pretty good if they do what they're supposed to do. And that remains to be seen. We'll see. But uh, I still am just not sold on Lamar Jackson being a Raven this this season. I'm still not, at just because. Hey man, he said he wanted out, and he hadn't signed anything yet. So until that happens, eh? There's no guarantee he's still going to be there. Uh, there. There's rumors that the Ravens why, will draft. Why would he not do that at this point? I don't know. Why hasn't he done it at this point? He hasn't done I, it yet? I, I don't I, know. I, well, I guess, I guess this, well, I'm saying this, this is what I mean. I, I'm thinking about it from Odell Beckham's viewpoint, right? Me and my dad had this conversation. And stop that. doing that. I wouldn't do that if I were you. No, but just, just, just follow me on this, right? If you're Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham, to my to my belief and to what and to what I've seen and you guys can can disagree with me as, as you like. Oh, that back was about getting his money, right? Yes. And he's gonna make yes. sure he's gonna get his money. Yes. So 
if the offer's on the table from the Ravens, they guarantee you fifteen million for one year, right? Mm-hmm. And the offer, and, and obviously we know he was involved with the Jets recently. So let's say the Jets offered him twelve and a half, guaranteed. Yeah. But the Jets are gonna have Aaron Rodgers. Why would you sign in Baltimore if you're not sure that Lamar Jackson is gonna be your quarterback? Because okay. then what happens when you go out here this year and Tyler Huntley's your quarterback and you catch for six hundred and fifty yards and and fifty catches? Now you can't. Now you can't get your next contract because it's just a one year deal. If it'll be a next, if, if it'll even be a next contract. Right. That's my point. He's he's playing this one year to try to get the next step to try to get another three year. But 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 he, but, but, but 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 Nick, here's my whole beef with this whole situation, and I'm going to explain to you about why he signed with the Ravens, but. Why are we talking about this? Why this is OBJ? You just said that he's one of the greatest wide receivers through his first three years of his career, and you say he's still that dude. Why is he having to sign one year rentals everywhere he goes? And you know stuff like a well, Ram here. Now I'm now I'm gonna be a Jet. Oh no, I changed my mind. I'm gonna be a Raven. One year. Why why won't anybody commit to him then? This is what I'm worried about. I, the Dallas Cowboys did not sign him last season for their playoff run, and then on top of that, no other team did either. And we went through free agency, and it got dry, and he finally signed. He signed with the Ravens because that's the best damn deal he was offered. 15 mil is what he asked for. Everybody said no. The Jets even said no. That's why his ass didn't get on the flight. He took what he could get. I don't think it has a damn thing to do with Lamar Jackson or anything like that, man. I'm sorry. I think he just got what he wanted, and that was the only team that was going to offer him. To be clear, I'm not suggesting that the majority of teams – I would, I would, I would say it this way. Probably twenty plus teams were interested at a one year, seven and a half million dollar deal, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying it might have been just these two teams, the Jets and the Ravens, maybe a third team, maybe maybe the Chiefs were willing to offer them twelve or eleven and a half, and then maybe the Jets offered them twelve and a half, and the Ravens offered them fifteen, and so he went to, so he ended up going to the Ravens, right? But why would he do that if he doesn't know that Lamar Jackson is going to be his quarterback? When so so because because you, if you're thinking about your money, you definitely got to think about the long game. And if you're saying uh. you, you said okay, hey, I got four or five years, four five six years left in me, so <laughs> I can be Odell Beckham if I've got the right quarterback. Then why would he not go play this one year in Kansas City, let's say for eleven and a half or for twelve million dollars to say okay, hey, I'm going to show you with Patrick Mahomes. I can go out here and catch for 1,300, 1,400 yards and 10 touchdowns and, you know, 80-something catches. And then be able to get that next contract elsewhere to pay him another, you know, three years, $55 million, whatever the numbers end up looking like. Or better yet, why has why did not why did KC not sign him? I mean, why did why did why did uh, why did a few other teams not sign him? That's what I'm worried about. They watched the workout. I heard it was pretty good. He looked thicker. He he looked, you know, stronger. Um, I don't know. I don't know about the speed, but you know, they. I heard it was pretty good, but it took a while. And so I'm just telling they, you that you they can. Were, you they can, were interested at a lower number. That's that's what I. That's but what I know, but why? If that's OBJ of the same, I, that something bothers me about that. That's all I'm saying. Something bothers me about that. And as far as him signing with the Ravens, it's because he got the highest bid sold to the team that offered me 15. Finally, I mean, yeah, I mean that's. 
I think that's just all that is. I'm not reading too much into the whole, we're going to win a Super Bowl and we're going to do this and that, man. They've probably already told him. And keep in mind, there's rumors that the Ravens will draft a quarterback probably. They, the, the, the general manager has said we will look into all in everything at quarterback, yeah, be, quarterback. Because, because Lamar Jackson has requested a trade. All right, man. I mean, like not not early. I'm gonna say it that way. They they might they might draft the quarterback in the fourth round. Hey, man. All I'm all I'm saying is so so you're telling me the so you're telling me the Ravens so you're telling me the Ravens would not be even though they have a quarterback currently requesting a trade. You don't think that it's possible they could be one of those teams that wild card team is gonna trade up to number three with the Cardinals that we're about to get into in a minute. Okay. No, All right, I don't. All right, who knows? I mean, I could see Bryce Hall and OBJ tearing it up as well. They got a good defense. They've got a good solid running game. I mean, hey, they may be all right. I'm, I'm not OBJ saying they're gonna not going to Baltimore to play with Bryce Young. It's just, <laughs> that's not happening. I mean, hey man, he went to Baltimore because he got his 15 million, and it was the only damn team offering it. And they did it out of des- out of desperate. If they were not desperate. They wouldn't have even offered it. They wouldn't have gave it to him either. Let's be real. This is about Lamar staying in, in Baltimore. That's the only reason why he got it. I, I, I don't disagree with any of that. That's all I'm saying. Is if you're Odell Beckham, you don't do that to yourself. If there, if there's a, if there's a, I'll say it to you this way. If there's a contending team, a potentially contending team, which the Jets are, that has a, that has a, has a top flight quarterback, whether it's a better quarterback or a comparable quarterback, to Lamar Jackson, you don't sign with the Ravens not knowing if Lamar is going to be there. All I'm that make that that yeah, makes yeah, all yeah, the sense right. in the world. You, you don't do that because you you don't get a deal next year, right? Like if you yeah. go out and and you got Huntley throwing you the ball or some rookie or uh, dare I say some weird name like Ryan Tannehill who might get traded. <laughs> um, you're not going to have. You go out there and you get for seven hundred yards, and everybody goes, "Okay, yeah, you watch." Yeah. But if you go out there and play with Lamar Jackson, yeah, okay, now my chances are I could I can go for twelve hundred fifty, thirteen hundred yards and twelve touchdowns on on ninety five catches, and now everybody goes, oh, Odell Beckham still Odell Beckham, and now I can get another contract. Hey man, it makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world to do that. But I'm saying we don't know what his train of thought really is, his way of thinking. He could also be looking at it as if. Man, nobody's offering me anything. I got to take as much as I can get now. I may not get a contract next year, regardless of how I play here or there. I mean, the offers were very thin. That's all I'm saying. For them to look at him as a seven, seven, eight million dollar per year guy, then isn't that saying what they think he is in the league now? No, no they're saying that they're businessmen, and that, and because he has had an injury, had had a, has a recent injury history. Then they're gonna try to get him for as cheap as possible. Ah, so we come back to the injury history then. So that does play a factor. So what I'm telling you is and, that and, and paying it, him absolutely. It, but but it, in when in year you having a conversation about whether or not he can still be that guy, I ain't worried about that. Don't. That's fine. Don't worry about it. All I'm telling you is that, or all I'm saying is that. We don't know what the hell he was really thinking on why he signed there. What you're saying makes sense, but it doesn't necessarily mean he did it because, hey, I'm going to play with Lamar, and I need to prove this or prove that, and I can do it better with this guy on this team. It doesn't necessarily mean that. It could be just as simple as they they paid me what I, I mean, wanted. That's, that's your job. That's your responsibility in a situation like that, to make sure that you go into the place where you can best excel. And see, and see that's why I wish you wouldn't, like, with I, well, I wish you wouldn't have that thought, type, that type of thought process, because 
It, every player don't think like that. I know it's fans. That's a that's a killer to hear. But man, that's a buzz kill. But no, nah, come on, I mean, man. To be these clear, these guys are for the money, and they don't give a damn about the winning. Situations where guys where, where you can overpay for a guy. Deshaun Watson going to the Browns. Deshaun Watson went to the Browns because they're the only ones that was going to go anywhere close to offering them two hundred fifty million dollars guaranteed. No doubt. There, there are some there are some situations, yes, where players will sign in worse situations for obscene amounts of money. What I'm saying is that the Odell Beckham situation was not an obscene amount. Extra, I don't believe it was an obscene amount of extra money, and then especially when he considers his future and his ability to continue to bring in more money. If he looked at that situation and looked at the Jets, and the Jets offered him $12.5 million for one year, but he knows Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. And he talked to Lamar Jackson, and Lamar's like, eh, nah, guys, I'm, I'm ready to get a fight of Baltimore. He's going, he would have gone to the Jets for two and a half million dollars less, three million dollars less for one year. Uh, yeah, because, I, this, because that, that gives him the ability to yeah. make ten million dollars a year, a year more mm-hmm. for the next three years. I understand, but the only thing I can see with that is it would be like Terrence said earlier, a one-year rental for both of them maybe, and they're just auditioning for the show, for the real show next in 2024. I don't know. That could be the case. All I'm saying is sometimes it's just as simple as I went where the damn money was at. And that's where that's, that's all that's that's all I think it is. I don't think it's about nothing else. With all we know, neither one of them give a damn about winning. We don't know that. So let's just, you know, cause again, keep in mind now, when I say the things that I say, I'm not just always speaking on the the whole terminology of football and everything that you're saying, Nick. I don't believe half of that shit. Don't forget that. I think it's fake, and I think the reason why the fact that OBJ is a raven. Tells me that somebody better Raven fans should run because the way they treated OBJ, I just don't know if anything good is gonna come from this. They haven't really shown me that he is their guy. Guy, you know that they just they've ridiculed him. The the boat trip, don't forget that. Any little thing he did, the sideline tactics, they 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 make him pay. They really do try to show that he's this diva, and I think he's a good guy. I like OBJ. You know, just probably a little misunderstood. But nothing wrong. Nothing's wrong with this guy. You got to know. America loves a good redemption story. You're right. And maybe it could be him. (laughs) Maybe it it could be him, but I doubt it. I just highly doubt it the way they've kind of done him. I don't even think, honestly, and I'm about to say something unhinged, but I've said it before on this show. I don't even think he got injured in the Super Bowl. I think that's just them saying, you're not going to, you're not going to enjoy this moment. Get out, get out, get out the field. I don't think he got hurt. I think he purposely did that. And he dropped the ball. He was trying to do that on purpose. And I think that's how he dropped the ball. He was just trying to, you know, like make like he was tripping and he stumbled or whatever because he couldn't get the first down. And then they said he tore something or he tweaked something. And I'm not sure if he really tore it for real. Um, I'm just saying. Like, that was his moment. And they still took that away from him. That's the way I see it. Uh, he's a great player. He's phenomenal. I hope he can stay healthy. But the way they do him. I'm not sure if it's going to be a good year. I wouldn't be surprised if Lamar gets traded draft night. I'm still not going away from that until he's a Raven, like he's a quarterback. I mean, you know, we don't really know what's going on. Until here. he signs a deal. Until he signs a deal because he hasn't st- came out and said, I'm coming. I'm coming back. Don't worry, Ravens fans, Raven Nations, whatever y'all, ca- whatever y'all call it to out there in Baltimore and Maryland. But hey, uh-huh. flock. He, he, the, flock. the flock. He hasn't said I'm back. You know, since now, OBJ is back now. All right, speak, speak your piece. Say it. Let us know. And I don't know, man. I mean, like sometimes when people say I want a divorce, 
that's what it is. Like, I, I want a divorce. Uh, when Jay-Z said he was leaving Damon Dash, they didn't reunite. They didn't go back. He really left. It was Rock Nation later on. I mean, he left. I, I'm just saying, I think he wants out. I think he's very hurt, by the way, and disappointed in the Ravens organization and how they've treated him. And, you know, if anything, he just signs the tag. If anything, that's all this does is says, okay, all right, I'll sign the tag. Let me let me audition. It could be very well what Terrence said, but either way, man, look, T Terrence, good luck, congratulations. I, but I have to speak my piece on how I see it and what I think could possibly happen, and I just don't know if anything good is going to come from this or not, but I know one damn thing Terrence and myself always knew for the past month, month or so. We've, knew, we've known that he would be a Raven. Because of those damn OBJ jerseys that was on the Ravens website uh, for, yeah, for make, a brief they moment. Make it a little too fast. <laughs> for a brief moment. That was over a month ago. <laughs> but anyway, guys, what else we got on tap, man? I mean, this is good. We we spent most of the damn show talking about OBJ and the Ravens. But uh, that number three pick that the Cardinals have, there are six teams that people are saying that they know for sure are calling about that pick. Um, would you guys care to mention those teams and who you all think the team will be that uh, move up to number three and, of course, draft a quarterback? Uh, yes, I was actually I was on this. I was listening a little earlier, and uh, they were going through the going going through the first round. Uh, the teams that they said could be of interest for that number three pick were, of course, the Colts, who are right behind them at number four, uh, the Raiders at number seven, the Falcons at number eight. Uh, the Titans at number 11, the Commanders at number 16, and then one of the uh, kind of the dark horse candidate was the Vikings at number 23. Uh, I think they got just a year left with Kirk Cousins uh, before his uh, before his deal is up. So, uh, of those six, because and, and the reason that the one I say I say this first, the one that shocked me the most, well, the other thing shocked me the most, but it was kind of a little off putting was the Titans, um, just because that, that seems to say to me that they've given up on uh, um, the quarterback. They Malik, drafted. Malik Willis. That Malik Willis. Malik Willis. There go. I knew it was Malik. I can't remember his last name. Well, uh, according to the Titan community, though, it sounds like he just he just is not ready, though. doesn't seem yeah, like he's really ready. I kind of said the same, you know, but I, I, I didn't say he was ready. I, I said I don't think he has it. Yeah. He doesn't look like an NFL quarterback to me. I'm just being honest about it. I don't want to say that about him. I know, you know, I'm, I, I don't know. say that from a hateful place or anything. Just when I look at him, I don't see an NFL quarterback. Right. Um, of those teams, I would probably say the Titans or the Commanders are probably most likely uh, to do it. Uh, the Raiders, obviously, of course, signed Jimmy Z in all season, um, but still may be in the, be in that market. Uh, the Falcons, obviously, are still looking. So, uh, you know, that that those are probably two things I would teams I would look at. Um, maybe the Vikings, just if they wanted to get somebody to play behind Kirk Cousins for a year, um, maybe just kind of learn and, and you know and kind of develop him, and then maybe be able to move on from Kirk and have a have a more smooth transition. Um, so the Vikings definitely may be a team to watch for just for that reason. Yeah, I, I think a team of the Commanders is, is a team you have to watch out for. Uh, I think that there's one team that's that's pretty much a quarterback away from uh, taking a taking the next step and. You know who knows? Maybe they, the AFC, the NFC East was was pretty doggone competitive last year, but uh, you know, they could be even better, which is crazy to see if they if the if the Commanders were to 
draft up and get one of those young quarterbacks because, listen, the, the truth is that I feel like somebody is going to fall um, because I just feel like the Colts are going to not take who should who they should be taking at one. They're going to take the kid out of Kentucky. <laughs> and uh, it's going to create a situation where it could very well create a situation where multiple teams are trying to jump up because somebody's going to be at three and shouldn't be there. Uh, and then and that's the that's thing with the Colts. The only reason because they're at four, the only reason they would do it is to keep another team from getting ahead of them if they have their eye on a certain. I keep saying the Colts, but the, but the Panthers it's, it's, have the first pick, right? They're the ones that traded for the first pick. Panthers do have the first pick, yes. Panthers okay, have the first right. pick, yeah. yeah. But the Colts would also be jumping from four to three, uh, Nick, because they want to jump their division rivals, Tennessee Titans, because they're definitely rumored to move at number three. Right. Also, they, they, they would want to keep whoever else from getting them. Yeah, well, whoever I mean, else, the, but the especially their division round. I think they want that kid out of Kentucky. Uh, Y'all have to refresh on his name, but Will, Will, Will Levis. Will Levis. Okay, that's what I thought it was. I just didn't want to mispronounce it. Uh, 23 seconds, Zach Wilson. Yeah, but I think he – listen, Ursay wants the next pain, wants the next uh, look. That guy fits that mold a lot more than the other guys do, uh, even if it's just aesthetics alone. And I'm not trying to have a white and black conversation, but – that franchise is clearly stuck on having somebody of that mold. And listen, it's worked for them, you know. I mean, they would still have luck in this prime right now had he not retired early. And, you know, of course, and he they was, could have got him an offensive line. Hell and they yeah. Got him an offensive line. <laughs> yeah, and, you, they, they whooped his ass. <laughs> yeah. They got his ass whooped out there. <laughs> Man, he Boy, he took a beating for it. Man. He took the, he took the beat, and, and I don't want to get off subject, but he took the beat that was there for Peyton. Like all these teams. Drafted all these uh, good uh, uh, ends and tackles uh, for Peyton. And, of course, Peyton got out of there and looked <laughs> to take the beating for it. Mm-hmm. Right. So when Peyton left, the offensive line left. <laughs> right. Peyton mm-hmm. left. Just Saturday was like, yep, I'll let you. I'm yeah. gone. <laughs> went to Green Bay for a year, I, I believe. He went to Green Bay, yeah, Green Bay for a year. Yeah, he went to Green Bay for a year. Yeah. Yeah. But no. Um, well, wasn't it? No. No. What did they win the Super Bowl? 2010. 2010. They left what, 2012? 11 or 12. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But no, so I just, I just, uh, I I think that the Colts are going to try to get someone up that mold. And I think they'll probably roll, probably roll with that guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's just going to, it's going to leave some gaps somewhere. It's going to, somebody's going to fall down uh, further than what it should be. And it'll be a very interesting night, I think. The one, the one they say that you, that you definitely got to watch for is Hedden Hooker, uh, the quarterback out of Tennessee, who obviously uh, tore the ACL uh, near the end of their season. Um, but that, but that's the one everybody's looking like. He's got the talent where he would, he would really be in this he's conversation. He's in draft also. He's in draft also, and they're saying he would wow. he would probably be in the conversation with these other guys, but for this injury. And so maybe Minnesota um, waits for him to fall to them. And I'm sure a lot of teams will. Yeah. You no, know, you, you it might even be a situation where you you still him in the second round. And 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 listen, if if he fell, you know, back in on the first or I don't want to say Minnesota back in on the first. Has, has, has a twenty third pick, by the way. If he if he fell to the second round, I would not be upset if my Ravens drafted him. Why am I saying that? This is not about them not signing Lamar, but this is the fact that Lamar uh unfortunately didn't finish the last two seasons. And I just and I just do not believe that while Huntley is a is a good substitute teacher, he can't carry the class uh, uh, past the big exam. And I would appreciate if they did draft someone like Hooker, who 
has to play behind Lamar if we could. And then you develop and you you develop them and you trade them. Uh, you know, that's that's worked wonders for the Patriots. It's worked wonders for a lot of teams that have had to uh trade people and get assets, trade quarterback draft quarterbacks a little higher than what they should and get assets. So I wouldn't be upset if he fell to the second round. If he fell to the third round, you'd better take him. I don't even think the Ravens have a second round pick, but yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, okay. But, okay. But yeah. I got you, T. I got you. Um, all right, good stuff. Well, I, I think personally that for me, that number three pick, the Minnesota Vikings, as Nick was just uh, mentioning, uh, at 23, did you say 23? The Vikings They're 23, pick? yeah. Watch out for them as that wild card team that was probably going to make a trade for Lamar Jackson, and then everybody shut that down. But this is a team that needs a quarterback, Kirk Cousins, one year left on his contract. They could be looking for the future, and they could bring in one of these guys and move up. They got to definitely give up some some picks now to get from 23 to 3. But we've seen it happen before. It can be done. Uh, but I would say that it's probably going to be uh, – and first of all, the Cardinals are probably looking at that, I think, that pass rusher. I can't think of his name right now. So they 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 will slide that. Will Anderson, that's right. They're looking at him. So I would say that they wouldn't want to move back any further than six maybe to guarantee that they still get their guy. But they're definitely trading this pick. The exact team – give me those six teams one more time. You said Titans. You said – who else did you say? One second. It's uh, Colts, Raiders, Falcons, Titans – Commanders, Vikings. Mm. You know what, man? I don't see the Commanders doing it, even though they probably should. But I thought they should have went for Lamar. And and first of all, Lamar Jackson is probably better than all of these quarterbacks. Like, I mean, I know he is now, but technically, I don't think these quarterbacks are going to be better than Lamar Jackson. Probably not. I don't. I don't. And that's the crazy part. I don't believe in any of them. I don't. I don't either. So that's that. That that goes to ask, beg the question even more. Why in the hell are these teams willing to do this, but not offer Lamar Jackson a contract? Man, please. Okay, they so they trick themselves every year. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking that you know it, it's either the Titans, and the only reason why I'm not for certain it's going to be the Titans is because I still got the funniest feeling. Rand Carthon, new general manager for the Tennessee Titans. He's got to make that phone call to John Lynch and say, hey, man, can I get Trey? And I, I will not be surprised if Trey Lance is traded. I want, I would love to see him as a Niner to have that shot to get his job back since Purdy won't be ready for week one. However, if they've already – if Shanahan already knows he's done with him or he's seen enough and he doesn't think he has it and he just he just, he just knows Purdy's his guy, then I, I definitely see him doing ran – Carthon a favor in Tennessee saying, here you go, uh, man, just give me a just give me a third and a fifth or something like that. I don't know what the compensation would be, but they're not going to try to break his break his arm and his leg. Uh, so if it's not. If they don't get Trey Lance, though, if the 49ers say, no, 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 we're not taking no chances. We don't know what's up with Brock Purdy's elbow. We think he'll be fine, but we ain't for certain. Trey ain't going nowhere till we know for sure. Then the Titans are going to be this team that are going to move up to number three. And that's a part of the rebuild. I definitely see them doing it uh, over the commanders, over the Falcons, who say that they're going with Riddler. They just drafted him. So, you know, like, I don't really put them in it. And watch out for the Raiders. 
I think if it's not the Titans, then I would say the Raiders would be my second team to do it because Jimmy Garoppolo's got to realize he's probably just going to be a, a bridge quarterback for the rest of his career now, and he's not the starter for long. They're looking to replace him immediately. They are going to draft for the future. If they like one of those guys, uh, they could be the one to move up. Uh, now, if D-Hop gets traded to the Raiders like I'm hearing, then Jimmy actually got a chance to, you know, go from serviceable to, damn, this is, he looks pretty good. I mean, how, why wouldn't he look good if he's got Devontae Adams and D-Hop, you know? Um, even though they traded away Waller, which is, I think that's going to hurt Jimmy Garoppolo uh, pretty, pretty, he loves his tight ends, and I don't know why they let him go. But anyway, uh, I got the Raiders or the Titans, but I think it'll be the Titans if they don't go for Trey Lance. I'm hoping they don't, but I can definitely see it happening. I'm even hearing it, hearing the, uh, the whispers about it. Uh, what else we got? Um, uh, I, I will say this, though. That quarterback, because Terrence, you're right. Uh, the Colts are going to pick uh, Will Levis more than likely, whether they do it at mm-hmm. – whether they move up to three and do it or they stay – they're at four. I think they can stay put at four, to be honest. There. Yeah, me too. But I think they're going to go with that guy. However, that does leave that one one of those three or four good quarterbacks they say that will be remaining. And call me crazy, guys, but I'm hearing more and more and more that if it's going to be one of those quarterbacks left out, it's going to be C.J. Stroud, and somebody's going to be lucky enough to get him. The Titans could move up to six or five to get Stroud after the Colts pick Will Levis. The Titans will say, well, you know what, maybe we don't have to jump up to number three. If they're going to go with him, it all depends on who gets picked at one. And I'm still hearing how much the Panthers love Anthony Richardson out of Florida. If he gets picked at one, we know Bryce Young is going to Houston at two. Will Livis will probably go at uh, to um, to Indianapolis at four. The Colts may still not to take any chances. They may still move up to three. Wait, who who no, who's got number? Th- Arizona has number three, and they don't and they don't need a quarterback. They don't need a quarterback. They don't need a quarterback, but they don't think they don't think they do. Well, they don't think they do. Yeah, yeah, you go. I agree. Yeah. So at three, that could be the Colts. The Colts could stay at four, but if the Colts just don't want to take any chances, they may jump to three. Either way, I think that third quarterback would be C.J. Stroud. If the Panthers go with Richardson, it's just going to be a domino. If it's going to blow up the whole damn. First round or the first, the top five picks. And that's what I think is going to probably happen. And CJ Stroud is going to end up going to a team that starts to say, Hey, I'm moving up. He's still available. It's going to be a, it's going to be a wild hunt to get him, but somebody's going to try to go for him. And I think the Titans or the commanders, those will be the teams that will jump up once he doesn't get picked at number one. And then we know Bryce Young is going to get picked at two. And then at three, if the Cardinals do trade, Whoever's coming at three, they're looking for C.J. Stroud. But if the Colts do it, it messes everything up. And now it's like, oh, wait a minute. C.J. Stroud is still there. The Cardinals are not picking a quarterback at four if they do trade back one spot. I don't know who's picking at five, but uh, wait a minute. Yes, I do. Who's picking at five? Uh, Seattle. They're not picking a quarterback. Uh, This is where the Titans would probably sneak in at six. And uh, swap out with uh, whoever's got the sixth pick, and they will. Uh, they they would probably get C.J. Stroud. Six uh, is Detroit. Six is Detroit. They're not drafting a quarterback. Yeah. I don't think that high. Um, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I, I like what I saw from golf last year. You all know I did. So yeah, uh, you, you was on him early. I was. I was, and I. 
that was one that I did actually get right. He had a great year, and he sent Aaron Rodgers home. Like, he beat Aaron Rodgers in his last game at Lambeau. Not that anyone knew that at that time, but it might have been his last game at Lambeau. And he couldn't even get to the damn playoffs. And I'm wondering why the Jets fans are so excited to get this trade done. <laughs> he didn't beat he didn't beat golf and the Lions on a on a week 18 home game to go to the playoffs. Let's just think about that for a minute. Uh, but yeah, I, I I could see that happening. The Seahawks aren't picking a quarterback, so watch out for the Titans maybe at six to go with the quarterback if the Colts. Decide not to take any chances and jump from four to three. Uh, they may do that. I don't. I don't know why they would, but they. That's what people are saying. Everybody wants to jump to three. They're not taking any chances. Although the coach should know. Nobody's trying to jump up to three to pick Will Levis. Um, so, so maybe the coach really don't want him. This could be. You know, we we get a lot of teams blowing smoke all through pre-draft. Maybe this. Maybe they're blowing smoke. Maybe the coach really do. The coach may want Anthony Richardson. The hell with what Ursay is saying. He could be, you know, he could be blowing smoke. Not sure. We'll see. It just doesn't make any sense for me to jump up from four to three if I know these teams don't want this guy, you know? Why does he remind me of Paxton Lynch or somebody out of Memphis, uh, Will Levis? I'm not I'm not saying that's what he's going to be, but but anyway. Uh, hey, to each his own. If they like it, I love it. Uh, we're going to do a mock draft seriously, for real, next week. We, 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 we we're piecing it together. We're going to do the whole entire first round and uh, we're, we're going to decide who's going to pick, you know, where everybody's not going to do a full mock draft, but somebody will pick one through 12, 12 through 24, 24, something like that. We're going to, we're going to definitely make sure we do a full round one uh, uh, mock draft. And the draft is coming up on April the 27th. I believe is night one. Is it the 27th to yep. 28th of the draft? Yeah. So we're getting ready for it. We still got a little time, but it's coming, so we want to get you some more draft news. Uh, Nick, what else What else do we have? I, I know we hadn't talked uh, Western Conference or NBA play-in stuff yet. Is yeah, that, I we, think that's we, it. We got a whole NBA playoffs tipping off is what we got. Play-in tournament kicking off tomorrow night. Uh, first game up is the Hawks visiting the Heat. Uh, then you got the Timberwolves at the Lakers uh, for their seven, their seven versus eight place uh, to tip off at nine. Ooh, going into that with Miami is a five-point favorite at home against the Hawks. I don't know if y'all saw this earlier. Also, there are some rumors that the Hawks will be shopping one Trey Young on the trade market this offseason. So that'll be an interesting uh, interesting thing to see. Um, but it's, from what I've seen, basically they kind of tired of him. He's not working out. They've changed everything around him. A couple of times, you know, trying to put stuff together that works, and they just don't think he's it. And which I would like to point back as as some Hawks fans, that a lot to say to me when I said that the Mavericks clearly won the trade from a very early start with getting Luka Doncic out of the trade. Mm-hmm. And Trey Young's putting up these numbers, and now y'all ready to get rid of him. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Um, and then the Timberwolves visiting the Lakers, no Rudy Gobert. Because uh, he decided he wanted to punch Kyle Anderson on the sideline. Because Kyle <laughs> Anderson apparently called him a bitch a couple times. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Timberwolves visit the Lakers. Lakers are an eight-point favorite at home. Uh, what y'all thinking about those? I think Minnesota needs new everything. Uh, they need to get rid of everything except for Anthony Edwards. Uh, and as much as I hate the Lakers, I kind of hope the Lakers beat 
the Timberwolves down by 70 uh, when they do play <laughs> just to end whatever kind of fan. Those Timberwolves cost drivers a ball of dumb Julio, and yeah. I ain't happy about it. Sons Jarvis might not say anything, but I'll take up for him. I am. I'm happy about it. I can't wait. Sons of bitches, man. Damn it. I mean, like, yeah, it's just terrible. You know, you, they are sitting in the driver's seat. They've got the generational talent that they've already addressed in Anthony Edwards. They've got Carl Anthony Towns, who I'm not sold on. They probably could have been getting ready to move excuse me, move him, and they still might. Um, yeah, yeah. But they, they had a future right in their hands with all these picks, and they could have, you know, built around Anthony Edwards. And they traded all of those picks for Rudy Gobert. Mm. So I hope they get beat down tomorrow, and I hope they have, they have to have to wake up and the GM is fired, the coach is fired. And, man, blow that whole thing up. Everybody can go except Anthony Edwards. And if he wants to go, trade him to the Knicks. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey. Danny Ainge did it again, boy. You got your head, get your coat. Danny did it again. That's right. You got your head, get your coat. But no, I, uh, as far as the play-in tournament, I, I think we had the Lakers and probably, probably OKC, uh, seven and eight respectively. Uh, the Lakers will have to will have to come here to Memphis. Uh, more about that in a second. And uh, OKC, I think, is the one team that Denver can beat handily. Uh, and I say that because we're not going to get in the Zion for New Orleans, so I think that that, that blow that up too. Uh, <laughs> and who's the who's the other team that's is Minnesota and Minnesota oh, OKC and, uh, OKC Atlanta's visiting Miami. Oh, you're talking Atlanta's about the East. Miami. Sorry. Well, at least we got to see uh, Haslam play one more game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Miami, Speak Miami for yourself. Wins. Atlanta's in Atlanta's in disarray. Atlanta's the same as Minnesota. But I want I want to push back just a little bit, Nick, about uh, Dallas winning a trade because Dallas is almost in the same boat that Atlanta's in with their star players. There's a lot of reports that Luke yeah. is unhappy and might and might request a trade next year. Yeah, and Luca took the first step in coming out and saying that it wasn't true. Well, now, of course he did. Right, that's that was he took the first step. Now whether he goes. The I don't even the I don't know who else route the Damian there's, there's, route. There's a, there's a lot that's got to change there in Dallas. But anyway, as far as the play in, I think Miami wins. Uh, and I don't I don't think whoever gets that eight spot, I don't think it's much of a difference. We already know that those three teams are up at the, at the top are kind of in a triple threat match uh, with uh, Boston and and Milwaukee and um, Philly. Uh, the problem is going to be that Philly and Boston will have to meet up in the second round. And I think that could be an issue for Boston. Uh, mm, I think Embiid, hey, listen, yeah, we just saw Embiid get those guys 52 uh, just a couple of weeks ago. They don't have anybody that can do anything with Embiid. And yeah, I think that that's going to be an issue. Him. Nobody does, I agree. But uh, they were trying to play him with, with Williams and uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, they got two wins, but the the the, the, the lighter skin with is Rob, yeah, not Robert, yeah. but uh, yeah, uh, I know what you mean. Gr- gr- yeah, and it, it, that's just Grant, not going to work. Yeah, that is not going to work. I don't know whose idea that was. It ain't going to work. No, no, no. He was terrorizing that man. Yeah, so I'm I'm not really interested in the East playing game, and my interest that was in the West playing game is gone because Minnesota just imploded on, on live TV. And yeah. I think it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that we'll get the Lakers in Memphis and, and 
probably OKC and uh, Denver. And like I said, Denver is the only team that OKC is the only team I think that Denver could have just can just run through and be handled. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're probably right, but yeah. Yeah, it would be nice to see OKC though in there and see SGA, see what he does in the postseason. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him on the big stage. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him one of these days, whether it's next year or the year after that, maybe having Allen Iverson type run in the playoffs. Because I don't know if OKC will ever put a good team around him, but man, that boy is fun to watch. OKC man, doesn't do, they don't they don't do bad in putting teams together. I mean they. They, they do better they, than drafting talent. They're doing uh, all right. You got to yeah. remember, too, OKC's got Chet Holmgren coming back next year. Yeah. This is true. That's true. This is true. That's true. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm yeah. looking forward to Shea having an Allen Iverson type run because I think he's that kind of a player. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if for whatever reason, well, I'm sorry, that wouldn't that that change anything. But the only thing they, they may have messed up on is actually ending up uh, potentially going to the playoffs because that keeps them out of the lottery. The word happened to win that lottery. And now they get to draft Victor Wimbiana next year. Things have changed relatively. Or even if they got to the second pick, uh, the other kid that's supposed to be coming out, uh, Scoot Henderson. I don't know if y'all have seen him. He's nice. I've heard about he's him. Out next year. Yeah, I've heard. I think he's supposed to be the second pick. Hmm. Yeah, he's nice. Like it, They say basically in any other draft, he'd be the number one pick. But this Victor Wimbiana kid, I just saw miss a step back three and do a put-back dunk on his own step-back three. It was outrageous thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. That, that, that. That literally sounds like a video game, but it, I watched him do it. I still don't believe it. Um, you know, if they put that together, then, you know, there you go. Um, let me ask y'all this. So, does the winner of the Bulls-Raptors uh, ninth place, because it sounds like you, you're picking the Thunder to beat the Pelicans, and I imagine the same from Jarvis. Uh, does the winner of the Bulls-Raptors game, are they able to beat the, what we're assuming is going to be the Atlanta Hawks um, in the in the game for eighth place. Atlanta's dead. I never so really one of those things. What get get uh, Wednesday game is going to be Atlanta. I always kind of yeah, I, so. I always kind of asked myself, and I, I I didn't I didn't I never said it out loud, but I always kind of <laughs> did agree with Nick with the Trey Young thing. I've always kind of said to myself, "What do y'all see? What do you all see that I'm missing?" Not, 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 not to throw any shade or to say he's not good. I just, I just didn't really see what everybody else saw. That's all. And so I can definitely see what's going on here, and you know what, what they're about to do now in Atlanta. Yeah, gotta respect the decision. If they tried all of those things that Nick said, then hey, man, it is what it is. Gotta go, gotta go. You got your hat. Get your coat. They tried to build the team around Trey Young, and Trey Young is not a number one guy. They thought Trey Young was Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know. Happened. I know. Yeah. They thought I, he was Steph Curry, I, and he's not. Yeah. Never did I ever see that. Never. So, but yeah, I know they definitely did. They did. And and, and they didn't build it as well as the as the Warriors built it. Yeah. So, right. 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 Remember, right. remember when everybody went crazy on on social media when I when we posted on the Great Debate Show that uh this. One of the um man, what was it? It was the move that had been made, the, the trade that the Spurs DeJounte had made. That Jonte Murray getting traded to the Hawks, and everybody was like, "Oh, they trade." This is going to be one of the best backcourts. They, they traded yeah. who? What did you say, T? They got they traded for Trey Young's replacement. That's exactly what they. Oh, did. that's okay. Okay, well, I'm, I, but I'm saying though, no, you're right. Now that's what <laughs> that's what we see now is to pull the curtains back. But at that time. 
People were just talking about how, oh, that's going to be a nasty backcourt. That's going to be one of the best oh, backcourts yeah. in the league. And we were like, well, I don't know what you guys said. I don't remember. But I was no, asking. I was, I, was, I, was like, yeah. I was like, really? Yeah, really? And then I had Spurs fans, former Spurs fans, current Spurs fans telling me, oh, no, man, they they, they not lying. That's going to be good. Watch it. <laughs> How's that working out? How's that working out? He's saying that almost had nothing to do with DeJounte Murray. Mm-hmm. Not really. I mean. In other words, Dejounte, I think, has, has still been what I expected him to be. Like, no, that's what I'm I, saying. Yeah, he's, he's a very good player, and he can, he can get even better. Yeah, but like him and Trey Young together did not say to me, "Okay, yeah, this is the team that's on the way." It's like y'all are kind of in each other's way. That's that's how I saw it as well. Yep, yep, that's exactly what I was about to say. That's how I saw it as well. It had nothing to do with Murray being this or not being that. It's just. Mm. How good do you think Trey like, is? I mean, to a, to a, I mean, these guys are were better together. Right. It's almost kind of like Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. It's like, okay, but, I mean, are you telling me that this is what you are leading us with to go win a title? I don't see that. Well, but they definitely needed more. Fun to watch. Yeah, they, they were definitely fun to watch, but they, they definitely so, needed more. Uh, those games, games, Atlanta at Miami is tomorrow. Uh, that's on a Tuesday. Tuesday night and at we'll, 6, we'll get, 7, we'll get the best of Jimmy Butler. We know Jimmy Butler lives for these moments. So Atlanta's dead. That is true. That is true. So so it sounds like we're saying both of the seven seeds are going to win. Miami beating uh, Atlanta and uh, seven Lakers beating the eight Timberwolves. What I really hope. What I really hope is we have two major blowouts tomorrow and they end this playing stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to do that because it's going to make them too much money. Uh, this, right. is, this is a marketable game for them. Every, all the eyes are going to be on these games. Right. Uh, because people love the sudden death mentality. Because, listen, if the Lakers somehow lose tomorrow and have to play a sudden death game to get in for the playoffs, like, that's money. You know, people either want to see LeBron succeed or fail. Yeah. Yep. Uh, either so way, you can't lose. So, on that notion alone, they'll never end the playing tournament this year for as long as we'll be alive. Hmm. But I wish they did. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, I got listen. I, w- I want y'all to hear this. This is uh, and I, this is why I was kind of purposely y'all about about what Stephen A. said about John Morant. You're not gonna just if you haven't seen the comments or, heard, or read them or, or you know heard them, you're not gonna see this coming. Let me just say that. Hmm. All right, y'all ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith says John Morant should replace Elvis Presley as the face of Memphis, and I quote. They've got signs of Elvis. They've got billboards of Elvis in Graceland. There should be billboards of John Morant. Elvis is dead. It's over. God rest his soul. <laughs> Y'all. Hey. When I read that, I just um, dropped my phone because I read it in Stephen A's voice, and I just found it to be so hilarious. He said I that on TV? It... He said that now, on TV? Ahead. He said that on, on national television, on the show? Yes, yes, oh. this was on first take. Uh, I think it was on first take. I'm pretty sure it was. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, what are you looking for, Terrence? I'm sorry. I mean, I don't, I don't I have want, any. I just want y'all reaction. Oh, okay. Know okay. Some I, people are in the city and outside of the city about Elvis. I'm not disagreeing with him. I didn't want to laugh too hard, so I didn't laugh at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, but honestly, no, I don't disagree with a damn thing he said. I don't disagree with him at all. No, I'm <laughs> right. correct. Okay. However, yeah. I, you just, you just can't say that out loud around. Me I know. Right? I know. I know. I know. But believe me, we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You son of a you! What that nigger say? <laughs> yeah, I just, nah. I, just, I thought it was so funny because like.
like nobody comes for Elvis. Nah, you know, nah. Elvis and Jerry Lawler, nobody comes for those guys. Well, here's here's um, the thing. I'm gonna say this real quick, T. I'm sorry. This is this is one thing I'm gonna say I, for everybody that loves Elvis. I don't give a damn when it comes to him. I'm just sorry. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a damn. Uh, uh, my uncle told me, and and somebody else. I told another old school guy, and he confirmed that my uncle was right. Back in the day, Elvis Elvis said that. When it came to the black or brown people, as I would now call the indigenous people, that's us. He said, man, black people were not good for anything but buying his Shine records and shining his shoes. See, Nick has heard it before, I too. It. My mama I don't it. So, yeah, I, I mean, it. so if anybody has yeah. any problem about what I'll say about Elvis, or even though I didn't say anything, Stephen A said it, not me. For me, not, uh, not disagreeing with Stephen A, man, piss on you. I mean, if that man really um, said that, man, I could give a damn what anybody thinks about what I think about a man man, that said something as like that. Music, as much style as he stole from black people, he should have never said that. <laughs> you know, and he had to get everybody, uh, I think he bought everybody uh, cars, uh, brand new uh, cars or whatever, the people in his band, because, of course, they were all black. And <laughs> after he made that statement, uh, you know, and it got out, he apologized and got everybody new. New cars and stuff like that. Watches. Oh, got canceled like in the sixties. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Real talk. Uh huh. <laughs> All right, hey, hey, but no, hey, I hey, come in, niggers. I thought that was so funny. I, I apologize. Apologize what I said, niggers. I didn't mean it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, man, uh, that was that was hilarious. I am surprised he said that on national television. I'm not. I am a little bit. Him especially. I'm not, I'm not surprised Stephen A. said that. I am. Now that's that Stephen A. Like he 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 can say some things unhinged at times, but it usually won't be a it won't be anything about them. You know, it really I, won't. I, I, I'm not surprised he said that. Okay, I would I would I would actually think that would probably would have came out of Shannon's mouth a little quicker, but of course it wouldn't now because he don't. I don't think he really. He still probably got a beef with <laughs> with those guys as far as Jai and T and all that concerned in Memphis, but he ain't gonna just be praising them like that, but. I, I get what he's saying. Yeah. The the yeah, well, I don't mean a real beef, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, not, well, I mean, it was something to worry about now. If you know what I know about John now, yeah, it's something to worry about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, John, they, John and, his, and his fake gangster days are over, I hope. Nah, I'm sorry, man. It, it, it can't be over, you know. <laughs> if you, I, I hope if so. You, yeah, but I mean, I'm 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 telling you, bro. He he's affiliated. He really is affiliated. So it ain't over. You in that? You in that till the, till the end? You know, to the to the graveyard. I'm being honest with you, but yeah, I know for a fact. Yeah. So nah. But anyway, hey, let's just hey, it is what it is. Uh, that it was just a you know, it got heated. They they squashed it. Everybody apologized, but. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm glad that happened too because like sometimes people can take things too far just to show who they are, the power they got, you know, the, the ego. We get the ego tripping, like Snoop Dogg would say, and here we go. You know, sometimes people just can't stop to show you how much power they got. Um, but we glad that none of that, none of that happened. Uh, but yeah, Stephen A. Very hilarious, man. I like it. I like it, and they should be doing that. But Nick. How about you, before we wrap this show up, tell us why um, there won't be any of that in Memphis, billboards or nothing, like Stephen A. is saying, according to uh, what a good uh, somebody told you over the weekend about job probably not canceled, but, you know, like he's being punished or disciplined right now? Yeah, I, I talked to a guy that uh, 
view some of the sports world the way that you do, Jarvis. And he said to me that uh, the Grizzlies are done this season, that John Morant is on punishment from the league, and that, uh, you know, however this thing is going to shake out, it's going to be in a situation where the Grizzlies are going to lose in the first round. Um, it's going to be a short playoff stand for them. That's why Steven Adams is out. I was a John Morant had his, you know, because John Morant had his suspension. Um, and the way things are looking, they probably went to have to play the Lakers um, in the first round. Uh, Lakers playing the Timberwolves tomorrow night, of course, which they should win. No Rudy Gobert, nobody to clog the middle, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then, you know, obviously the Lakers have been playing well as of late. I personally am of the mindset that the Grizzlies still could beat the Lakers. Uh, obviously, I don't look at, the, at these things, things the same way that Jarvis and this other guy that I talked to um, do. <laughs> and so, if you ask me to bet right now on a series of the Grizzlies versus the Lakers, I would take Grizzlies in six. Mm. Well, uh, I wonder how much money will we make if the Timberwolves actually beat the Lakers tomorrow. I need to check what yeah, that what that what, what that is. Yeah, what that's if they beat the Lakers? I can answer for you. Give me just a moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm also to find out. Yeah, let's 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 see what the, our partners at FanDuel are talking about and uh, depending on how much money you willing to put into a bet on on Yeah, Timberwolves. yeah, it's that plus. I would like to know what that plus is though, because it's definitely a plus. This could be the catch though. Everybody puts their money on the Lakers and wham, bam, Timberwolves win without Rudy, without whoever and. Got to do it all over again, or however it's going to work. But you, know, you never know. Are a plus two sixty five, two plus two sixty five. So yep. just, just you know, just on a crazy day, a crazy night, just for the hell of it, I, I said, you know what? I'm gonna put two sixty five on it. <laughs> what would? How much would I get for that, uh, Nick? If I done that with the plus two sixty five, hundred dollars would net you would would bring you home three hundred sixty five dollars. Right. Two hundred sixty five you win plus the hundred you put in. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I mean, like that's that's it's it's worth a shot. You never know. Uh, it's it's worth a shot. But I would say this: if the Lakers do, you know, stay locked in at number seven and they play the Grizzlies and beat them, man, I tell you, it, the Lakers, watch out. They could they could do some things if they can get past that first round. And I think I said that the Lakers and the Celtics may end up in the finals. Um, man, wouldn't that be crazy if that really happened again? Uh, but I'm just, again, speaking on what I've seen in the past. It could happen. History shows the Lakers and the Celtics will play in the finals again someday because they just always coincidentally end up against each other a lot. Uh, no other team I think in the NBA has went against each other in the finals more. wonder why those two. Uh, so yeah, we got the Knicks and the Cavs. They look like they're locked in for the Eastern Conference in that round one. We, we, we'll chop it up with the round one though, um, uh, right before they start to play. But uh, yeah, we'll see how yeah, it goes. Know, that's my next question for y'all. I was gonna ask which of the series that are already set are y'all most looking forward to? Oh, um, in the East, you got the you got the Nets and the Sixers, uh, and then you also got the Knicks and the Cavs. The West, you got the Warriors and the Kings. And then you got the Clippers and the Suns. Uh, I think that for me, the easy answer is the Clippers and the Suns. Uh, I think most definitely. uh, We got Kawhi versus KD for starters. You know, there's no problem. More than likely, they won't be in the Paul George in this series. But I I think that the winner of that might legitimately go on to win the whole thing. Yeah, that sucks too. I wish we could get that in the conference finals because I think a lot of both of those teams 
Yeah. Uh, but the unfortunate part is that every series over there is going to be almost like a conference final series. And yeah. one, and once again, and, uh, the, the Warriors will not get to play one of those teams because one of them will already true. be gone it's if true. the Warriors advance. Yep. But, hey, but listen, the Warriors have their hands full. They've got one of the the best offense of the, in the league this year. Uh, and somebody that's kind of a mirror image of them, this is very much uh, – you know, when Undertaker meets Kane right here, the, the little brothers kind of come back to <laughs> come back to haunt those guys. See, there you go, Nick. I knew I'd finally get you. Got <laughs> that, was, that was nice. Huh? <laughs> That's got to be the Kings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, hey, uh, but, 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 yeah, so they, they very much have their hands full of Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, but right now, I think Golden State's kind of firing on all cylinders in there. Come They've on, They've health, gotten healthy at the right time. Yeah. I do believe that Draymond can bother, will bother, uh, uh, Sabonis just enough, uh, so I do see. I do believe Golden State will win that series. But listen, Sacramento is going to be tough for anybody. And I wouldn't. I would if if you told me that Sacramento, well, Sacramento was in the conference finals, I would not be surprised. Who uh, who won that Undertaker versus Kane match, uh, Terrence? Uh, Undertaker won the majority of the matches they had. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he, I think Undertaker won like the first three or four matches. They've had so many of them over the years, though it's hard to keep up with them all. And I think, uh, and I, I think that's Undertaker is, probably be probably eighty yeah. percent of the time. Yeah, I thought so, and I think that's exactly how it'll go with the Warriors and the Kings. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, look, the Kings hard, are the, it's hard, hard to beat the original. Hard to beat the original for right now. It's just not the time just yet. I saw their defense, and it looks atrocious. Uh, so that's yeah. my whole thing. If the the Warriors are starting to click on all cylinders, and if Wiggins does get back in the lineup, man, come on, nah, I can't do it. I'm out there. Hey, look, again, if they if if they beat them, different story. You know, well, hey, my where I bet my money at may change. <laughs> you know, it may it may actually well, shift they're, toward they're, them. They're but. sitting in the spot right now where they've got Clay Thompson who made five three pointers in what, but three or four straight games, I think, and yeah, the only player in history to do that. Uh, and Wiggins is back. I think Jordan Poole will, will you know, he'll be ready. Uh, they've got uh, Gary Payton the second is, is back now and, and playing good minutes. Yeah. The Warriors are pretty much the team they were last year. Pretty much, man. Pretty much. So, again, like, I don't know how unhinged it is for me to say that's the only team I trust in the West. Just is. Uh, but, again, the Suns and the Clippers, man, guys, I'm with y'all. I hate that that's a first-rounder. I hate it. I wish I could see Paul George as well. But I will say this. I don't know what Nick's about to say about this series or which one he's picking. It's definitely the Suns and the Clippers for me. But, man, nobody's playing defense in the NBA at all, really, to be honest with you. That's 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 why it's so easy to just say I guess the Bucks will win it. It's the only team that I know that's really committed to playing some defense. Uh, I'm playing on both ends of the floor, to be honest with you. Um, it's just – it's going to be a hell of a series, I guess. But – Look, if Aiden doesn't get involved more, if it's not more scoring inside and out, man, look, the Suns could struggle here. The Clippers, are, the Clippers are not bad, even without Paul George. Terrence Mann has really stepped it up. Kawhi is looking like Kawhi again on another level, and uh, they've been balling. Zubac, man, it, well, offensive I, I rebounds. The key to that series, mm-hmm. the key to that series is Russell Westbrook. And that's where I was just I that, about to go to and get to. Russell I Westbrook. If you are telling me that 59-year-old Chris Paul is about to run and keep up with Russell Westbrook, 
That's what I'm saying, I would, man. I, I want to see how that happens. I don't not know. I don't hamstrings. I will. I don't know what Monty. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Um, hamstrings from hell is not. That's exactly what I was just saying. Not on them hamstrings. He ain't. Not on. The, not on the hamstrings from hell. He's not about to keep a Westbrook on those. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what Monty's game plan is. He may have to put Booker on him. I don't know. Um, who? Who? Who was the two? Who's? Who? Who's the two for? Who? Who plays the two for the Clips? And Booker. No, 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 for the Clips. Uh, for the Clips. Uh, for Phoenix. Uh, for the, for the for Clippers, Clippers, it would be. Uh, yeah, cause, cause, I guess if it's not Paul George. It's not Paul George Powell? now. Who? Norman Powell. Okay, so that's who Chris Paul can run around with, maybe. That that makes more sense. Like, hey, we can't we can't have him on Westbrook the entire. I don't and, I don't know about and, that. And you gonna and you gonna wear Booker out? I don't because I don't know if he's ready for that. Well, hey, here we go. Then here we but go. It's gonna end up being a situation where they're gonna be during Westbrook to shoot. If Westbrook's if Westbrook makes his threes, uh, it might not be much of a series. He's kind of been doing that though here lately. He has been so, doing that. Hey, watch out. This is gonna be interesting. But man, I do hate it for Paul George. I really do, uh, because he's been the one that still held it down, and he's been available for, for most of the season, unlike Kawhi and others. But uh, hey, and, and he could get back during the series. Okay, well, watch out if he does because Kawhi, Terrence Mann, I like what I'm seeing from Zubak. Uh, you got Eric Gordon also still. I know some of you may think he's washed, but if, man, if I can get 10 to 12 from him off the bench, man, I feel like I'm winning. So um, the Clippers, man, they've got, they've still got four, three, four guys that you can say that, man, they can still, if they just play their role, play their part, they'll be all right. I'm not hating on the Suns. I love the Suns. I love Chris Paul. I think you all know that. But uh, and I don't know. I guess we'll have to talk about how much credit does KD get for this one if he wins this ring. Although it's almost like going to the Warriors, just not quite, but damn near. No, not quite. Not quite, yeah, and but listen. And, and, and in this league, if you don't go somewhere with some great players, you're not, all these teams now have two and three great players. Man, you got to go somewhere. This, this this is why Damian Lillard and and. Uh, Bradley, Bradley Beal are complaining today because they chose to stay with their teams who don't have anybody. Yeah. Hey, those, kudos to those guys. I appreciate them making their money, but my goodness. Yeah, and the hell with the people that started this crap where, where you have to I have agree. two no, and three I, stars. I, I yeah. It doesn't mean like it works for everybody either, all right? The Dallas Mavericks are eliminated, and they eliminated themselves by benching players and sitting them out and saying, all right, we're done. They threw in the white towel. So, I mean, like, they were that bad. And they're getting investigated for it, too. And they're getting investigated for it. That, that, wow. It was bad, though. That, like, is, that is also interesting. Yeah, yeah. A lot of questions about Mark Cuban and, you know, hey, ownership. And I don't know, man. Mark Cuban's a good businessman. I could see him selling the Mavs, man, in a, in a couple years here. I mean, it's looking bad. It's just not looking good. I don't know if he wants to hang around and stick around for the rebuild or whatever they're nah, going to do. He ain't selling the Mavericks. He's got too much fun. This is play toy. You think yeah, so? Yeah, he's a big super fan. He's having too much fun. Yeah, he's not, he not selling anything. Well, he should go from a super fan to a GM and an owner because right now he's been pretty bad at, at, at this He's, uh, at this he's already thing. got his, uh, his his plain white T-shirts for his 82 games next year. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> hold on now. Hold on now. Mark Cuban also was talking about uh, protesting, him and his players. Or they said that is that what they're investigating? They were talking about this bad call a few a week or so ago at a game, and they threatened to protest or not play. Or I, you nobody's yeah, heard the that either. Uh, they it was an out of bounds play. I remember this. It was an out of bounds play. 
the refs awarded Dallas the ball, but then they changed the call and they didn't tell Dallas. Yeah. And they just handed the ball to the other team who went and got an easy layup. Right. And Mark Cuban was irate and rightfully so. Yeah. But again, Mark Cuban knows what's going on. He knows his league is is fixed. He knows it's all staged. So, you know, you can't go against the grain here. Uh, look, a lot of these teams, a lot of football owners, uh, what's his name from Phoenix, uh, that guy as well who had to sell. These guys end up selling for certain reasons. Mark Cuban don't end up being that guy that they come get and say, hey, man, you got to hand that over because they will do it. You don't bite the hand yeah. that feeds you. So watch it, watch it, slow your roll. I said it for a reason about him possibly selling. Once again, Nick is talking about the game and the league and if it's real, and I'm talking about it on a whole different level. And that's another debate for another day. But, hey, he if, if he keeps pissing them off, they'll pull up all kind of BS that he's done in the past and say, hey, all right, we'll put all of this out or get rid of your team. And we'll say this will be the reasons why we'll do it and blah, blah, blah. Some lady said this. Another lady said that. You've done this and all. And it's just, come on now. That's all they do now. Perfect excuse. But they're really put kicking these guys out for reneging on certain deals that they're supposed to be doing in this secret society world that they live in. Those are the real reasons that nobody talks about, of course. They don't know or I'm crazy for even saying it out loud. But uh, so anyway, uh, we'll, we'll see. But the, the 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 Dallas Mavericks are terrible right now. And Luka and Kyrie together were like 9-15, and 8-15 or something. They were not good. And um, Kyrie doesn't want to be in Dallas. They're already kind of saying he skipped the exit meeting or press conference thing with the last one. I mean, he's still trying to get to L.A. Everybody kind of knows it. But it just seems like Luka Doncic is he just kind of had attitude. He doesn't look like he's having fun anymore since Kyrie is there. Say what you want to say about Kyrie, but damn it, um, Luka, be a better teammate, man. You know, like there was another guy on the team that needed the ball in his hands too. He's more he's ball dominant as well. He had his nights and his moments where he snapped out. I don't know if Luka liked that. He, it looked like he was a little bit jealous of Kyrie. And that that marriage didn't work out at all. It was a short marriage, but nonetheless. You gave up all of those sack lunches, and that steak, it just, I guess it just didn't go down well. Not sure. But the Dallas Mavericks are bad, and Luka, as good as he is, and if he wants to get traded, okay, go ahead. I'm rebuilding. If I was Cuban, I'd do it probably. I know it would hurt merchandise sales and things like that, but if I really want to form a team, I can't I can't think like a fan or act like a fan. I got to do what's best for business, and as good as Luka is, he don't play any damn defense either. And he's not the best free throw shooter. So, what the hell? Blow that whole thing up. Nah, don't trade Luka. As, uh, as uh, Jerry West once famously told Kobe Bryant, you a five-star, you a five-carry diamond. I'm not trading you for five one-carry diamonds. Hmm. Same, same thing with Luka. Don't do that. All right, well, just, just be another Steve Nash then in Dallas for years and never win anything. Whatever. Uh, but they not See, putting anything good around. He's not winning anything. Huh? He missed, he missed out on the Dallas one late because they ended up getting Jason Kidd. What do you think about Jason Kidd? What do you think about him as a coach? I think he's a good coach. I think I think he's a really good coach. I, I think his relationship with, with, with players um, across the league could probably be helpful in getting them more guys that would fit with Luka. I would also wonder how involved he was 
with the decision to trade for Kyrie. Um, so that's an interesting because as smart of a basketball mind as I feel like Jason Kidd is, I feel because like because like even for me, as exciting as I was to see Luka and Kyrie together from an offensive standpoint, and I even to some some extent overlooked how much they would lose on defense. I would think that Jason Kidd wouldn't miss that because I would think that obviously he's a much better basketball mind than I am. The guy man's forgotten more basketball than I'll ever know. Um, and so I would wonder how involved he was with that decision. Uh, and if he wasn't, I would wonder how he felt about that moving forward. But I think a lot of Jason Kidd is a coach to answer your question. Likewise. Okay. Okay, I I don't really know enough to tell you to answer that question to be honest with you, uh, but I'll take y'all's word for it. That's that's good, all good. But uh, I think the Mavericks are a mess, and I say if we're gonna blow this bitch up, everybody can go. That's just me though. Uh, Luca, I mean he's not he's not invincible. Um, in my opinion, like he can he can go. I mean, what you giving up for him? Wait, what do I get? I don't know. It just depends, but. It's just, from what I see, I don't think, I know you said bring talent around him, but it doesn't look as if you can bring the type of talent that Kyrie brings to the table around him because it just doesn't seem like he looked comfortable when he didn't have the ball, you know, most of the time in the offense. They're both just too damn ball dominant, and I think as long as Luka's like that, he's never going to win a damn thing. We can say that about Harden and, 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 you know, everybody's like, yeah, you're right. We can say it about LeBron and Paul and all of these players. Westbrook over the years is just too ball dominant. Wow. When are we going to say that about Luka? That's exactly what he is. And he didn't like sharing the rock with Kyrie. And um, I don't think he was a very good teammate. I, I don't it, Maybe Kyrie didn't want to be there. Who knows? But maybe there's a reason why. All I know is Luka, his body language. I didn't like it. I was not feeling it. Go back and look at some of the games. His body language just is like, dude, do you want to be here? You don't. You don't. You don't like the fact that Kyrie's here. He's 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 a good guy. And they gave up. They quit. They didn't think they had a shot in the playoffs, which they probably didn't. But I don't know where you go from here. Like I don't know if you can bring in the type of talent that Luca needs to succeed in Dallas. I don't know if I don't know if those egos can fit in the locker room. We'll see. Uh, I think it has to be more like the route they were going before they before they gave up what they gave up, man, in the trade. It has to be role players. It has to be – they had a good thing. Brunson, they should have kept Brunson. They're dropping the ball too much. I would just blow it all up now. Dallas has really, really uh, dropped this thing. They, this was a team that was in the Western Conference Finals just a season ago. And now they're out of the playoffs. And, and we were talking about Luka and Kyrie. Like, man, that was terrible. That's probably one of the worst trades ever then, the way that went down. I mean, I know it was short, very short-lived, but, man. So, yeah, there's rumors that they want to bring Kyrie back. But I'm also hearing that Kyrie doesn't want to come back. <laughs> you with know? the trade they made for him, of course they want to bring him back. I know. know. I know. But, yeah. I mean, so, because if you think about it, if they were to bring him back, and they were actually able to fill out the roster with, you know, two more three and D guys, and and I don't know what they got in center right now. So if they were in the market for that as well, uh, if they could fill the roster out correctly, then it could work. I mean, because if you look at it from an offensive perspective, 
it's not that much unlike uh, LeBron and Kyrie. Luka, Luka is a little more ball dominant and, and even and a little less apt to pass the ball than what LeBron was. You know, he'll he'll take more of the quote unquote bad shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but past that, from an offensive perspective, it's very similar. And then you go get the three and D guys to cover up for Luka's defensive deficiencies. Well, I thought that's what the plan was. I thought that's what they were kind of doing before they done this. But they, mm-hmm. but they traded away the guys that would have filled those roles in order to get Kyrie. So now they have to get guys to replace those roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I that, and that's what I meant. Those that those were those sack lunches that they should have held on to. Um, but they Not gave the it all. They, they, <laughs> they gave it all up for the steak, man, and it didn't, that didn't work out. Uh, it was it was it was overcooked or something. But anyway, that's all we got, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a long show, but we we had so much to talk about these. It was only about two or three topics, but, man, they still lasted a hell of a long time. But it was good because OBJ, that was real good, the OBJ talk and the Ravens talk and Lamar. And then, of course, the Western Conference and the play-in stuff and uh, the number three pick that that we, that we that is now being a hot commodity now, the 2023 NFL Draft. Um Nobody said anything about the New Orleans Pelicans. Are they not going to make the playoffs? Nobody said anything about no. them. They're, they're playing. They're playing. Um, I just saw it a minute ago. They're playing the Thunder uh, on Wednesday night. Okay, that's right. And, and if they don't make the playoffs, why, 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 why would you guys say that? What kept the Pelicans out of the postseason? They were looking so so good early on in the year. Uh, back in they were one November. of the best teams with the, with their star. They were one of the worst without them. There you go. Who was that star? What's his name? <laughs> Here comes uh, Jarvis bringing it back around the injuries. Zion Williamson. I mean, I just have to state the obvious. That's all. Who also just for has a hamstring from hell. Hamstring from hell. Just, just stating the obvious, man. That's that's just it. I mean, sometimes when you see people Zion, that Zion Williamson, who has played nowhere near seventy five percent of his games, no, he has not. Uh, he he not he, he he is he has not. Definitely no, he hasn't. But uh, man, and again, I've never said that he couldn't be the next best thing. But damn it, how, how are we gonna see it when he never is on the court? And as far as the the seventy five percent, no, nowhere near it. I don't think, but. Yeah, I didn't think OBJ had either, but all right, he has. He has eight years for OBJ. Damn, time flies. Eight years. Uh, all right, that's it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, congratulations to Terrence Smith and the Baltimore Ravens. His Ravens, he's still going to be a Raven, it looks like it, even though Lamar has not put pen to paper yet. We're being told that he, he's going to do something, damn it. He recruited you know, OBJ. More, more than anything, I am just happy that I can actually play with my Ravens on Madden now. Man, I can play with them they now. I don't know what you're talking about. Fun to play with. Yeah, yeah, but I can play with them now. I, mean, I can play with them now. It's just that it's just certain things that I hate. Yeah. Uh, if if people run man coverage, none of the receivers can like get open on their own. I got a scheme to get them open. Yeah. Just little stuff like that. You know, I I, I want to have a guy that if I look up and I see, I know for sure this guy is either in cover zero or he's in cover one. And there's no help over the top. I'm throwing uh, it over there. I, I want to be able to call that streak and have that number one guy have a at least a, a 75% chance of beating this corner. Right. Man, I just you send everybody. Yeah. You better contain me or get a spy on me because I'm just sending everybody deep and I'm just taking off with Lamar. I'm not throwing the ball, yeah, really. I'm just I running. I'm doing that. 
Yeah, nah, I'm just running, man. They make them, they make them guys fumble too much, man. I got tired of doing that. I got you. Well, Lamar doesn't really do it, does he? I don't think so. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, he doesn't so, hardly listen, get hit. Man is racist. I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. The black quarterbacks fumble real easy on scrambles. Hey, you know what? The hey, white quarterbacks don't. Hey, Dak fumble, man. As soon as you, before you hit him, the balls out. Like, yes, I, I, I am not trying to get anything started with EA Sports. They are good with me. They could make a better game, but I'm good. Yeah, with I was EA about Sports. to say the hell with EA Sports. They ain't good with but me. They are racist. They are racist to black quarterbacks in the well, game. Let me ask you this: Have you have you correlated that with their actual fumble rates in real life? I have. I have not. Let me just say that now. Let me say, so. So I just EA Sports until I look at this. But as right. far as just Maybe scrambling quarterbacks, it makes like if true. I scramble, I can scramble with Matt Stafford. And get six yards. That, that's all he's getting on those hamstrings and hell. Yeah. And he gets, he gets tackled, and he just goes down. Yeah. Joe Burrow just goes down. Yeah. Josh Allen does not fumble. Just goes down. That made the fullback. Yeah. But the minute Lamar gets bumped barely on the scramble, oh, the ball is out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Russell yeah. Wilson. Or the, the worst one is uh, little Mighty Mouse from Arizona. Uh. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Oh, my goodness. If, if he gets touched, the ball is just going to bounce right to an opposing. No, nah, that is true. That is true. Hey, man, the Terrence may actually have a point here. He may be on to something. The more, <laughs> he is forced to race the black quarterback. The more that I think about it, that is true about all of those quarterbacks that he just mentioned. It is, it's, it's really true. These, these N-words are fast, but let me show you how we slow them down. <laughs> Oh man, you too much, man. Uh, the blackest of the blackest quarterback. The got a wide receiver. He got a wide receiver though. Uh, y'all on Easter Sunday. Wide receiver one. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll see how it is. Uh, Terrence says that it could be at least the storyline is kind of the same. He's not saying that OBJ and Lamar Jackson will be T.O. and McNabb, but because I think that's Jalen Hurts and and. A.J. Brown, of course, but, I mean, but this does sound like that same type of story that has that feel. And, yeah, it would be very nice to see OBJ show out in Baltimore with Lamar. Lamar would definitely love that, love for that to happen. And we could find, he can finally show everybody, hey, man, this is what I can do. Well, you just got to give me the damn talent. Uh, I don't think OBJ is enough. But, again, Terrence, the way he put that down on the table, he made it. Look very delicious. I'm not gonna lie, and I am kind of, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hearing him out on that one. Like I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of agreeing with that. It does make sense. It sounds right. It does seem like they're a stacked team, and now that this guy's number two, and now this guy's uh, the third best receiver, yeah, it does look like you all could be better. Just how long, how sustainable will that last throughout the season? That's that's my biggest yeah. question. But yeah, good luck to you though, and. uh yeah, maybe maybe in the next week or so we will hear that Lamar signs that tag because I think that's the the best he'll do is just sign the tag. I I'll be surprised if he agrees to a long term a long term deal after all of that stuff that went on and what's been said. We don't. And that's another thing we don't know what's been said. Uh, but it had gotten a little personal, it seems to me. So and he still hasn't gotten an agent, so I've heard. So that's those are the things that we have to look at. Like, hey, he still ain't signed an agent. Uh, so we'll see how it's going to go. Are they going to give him whatever without the agent? It almost sounds as if they're saying we're not doing anything until you go get one. And he still hasn't done that. So, but it remains to be seen. 
the NFL draft coming up in a few weeks. So we've got more draft news to talk about as we get into that. Nick, Terrence, do y'all have anything else, man, before we wrap it up? Shout out All to the right. Boston drafted number one overall in the WNBA draft. Nice. Tonight. Nice. That's what's up. That's what's up. Congrats. All right. T, anything else? Uh, Not off the top of my head, but I do want to advise all of our listeners, if you are in the, within the area, uh, April 29th, we have, we have a local uh, boxing event here in Memphis. Uh, my guy Mike Cook, who is 23 and old, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. will be fighting on the card, plus a lot of uh, local Memphis fighters. So if you're looking for boxing in the area, go check it out. Uh, he's Mike is a fan of the show. He'll more than likely be coming on to help us uh, kind of get through some of this boxing mess that's going on with these big fights that's coming up. Yeah. Uh, Shakur won over the weekend. He knocked his opponent out, and uh, Devin Haney has been called out. So we've got some, we've got some big fights coming up, and yeah. Mike has, has uh, graciously volunteered his time to uh, come and help us uh, sort through the, the mess of, of boxing right now. And we love to have him, man. Can't wait to have him. And uh, we also, you know, just a quick shout-out to uh, Adesanya, who won in the UFC Octagon uh, on Saturday night. Yes, that was yes, a, I meant to bring that up. That was a hell of a fight, and he was actually in trouble again in that fight against, um, man, uh, how, how do you – I don't know. I don't want to say his name wrong. It's P something. But he is really like, he's his kryptonite. And Adesanya was in trouble again. And he was able to get the job done, though, because he laid him out. But he was up against the cage, and it wasn't looking good. So will there be a trilogy? We'll see. I don't think he wants that. I don't know if he wants to get into that. But that was a hell of a fight. And uh, it was good. Congratulations to him as well. Nunez and Penna are going to do it again for a third time in June, early June, I believe. That uh, yep. has also been announced. So uh, we've got boxing. This is what we do. When you see the Great Debate Show artwork, that artwork shows a ring with the football and the basketball in the corner and all of that good stuff. But, yeah, we definitely should do and debate more stuff in the ring it just hasn't been a lot with boxing as of late to talk about. Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford never happened. I was very pissed about that. And I just was like, man, the hell with this damn division or the hell with boxing because nothing to talk about in the heavyweight division. But there are good fights coming. Tank uh, has a big fight with uh, Gar- with uh, Ryan Garcia. When is that? Uh, later this month. Uh, it's coming up. I don't even know if it's later this month. It may be actually next weekend. I'm not sure. Got to gotta look that up and check that out. Tank Davis and uh, Garcia, see how that goes. Both are kind of running their mouth. Both camps talking. We'll see how that e- how that ends up. But uh, yeah, good stuff in the ring. And uh, yeah, some guests definitely coming. Got some wrestlers that's gonna be on here on the Great Debate Show also working that out. So um, we're gonna have a good fun NFL offseason as always. There's always enough content to keep out there because hey. It's the Great Debate Show, and sports continues to go on all year round. Uh, and to think for one minute, we didn't even know if we were going to get anybody to play again at one point when they were in the bubble, right. even before the bubble, when they got in the bubble. like Everything was just weird. We didn't know what the hell was going to happen. And now everything's back to normal again. Hallelujah. Yeah, that. <laughs> right. All right, man. So that's it. We're done. Um, it's the Great Debate Show, and we will be back next week with Mock Drafts. 
And if anything breaks, you know, like seriously breaking news, uh, we'll be back for that. I don't think anything is going to pop off right now. That number three pick is probably the most juiciest gossip in the NFL. Amar will be signed before the end of the week. Before the end of this week? That is, that is my prediction. Not a tag. Right, same here. Not the tag. You mean long term? Yes. Okay. All right. OBJ changes all of that by signing the one-year deal, huh? Okay. That was already changed before OBJ signed the deal. I know I heard he recruited him and all of that. I, I did. But, you know, Lamar, and, I, and I've had Lamar's back for the most part in this. I'm a big fan of him. I love him. But Lamar should be more real to the public also because you can't say that you want to leave somebody and then you stay. I don't get that. Be a man of your word, bro. If you're leaving, get your hat and get your coat. I thought you I, I thought you wanted out. If the money was the issue, just say you wanted your money, you know, point blank. But they really have spit in his face because nobody offered a damn thing. And then according to Jeremy Fowler, he's saying that NFL execs don't see him as a top-tier quarterback. Well, he's not top five, top six. He's somewhere in the other half, you know, between seven and 12, seven and 10. That's what they say. So, and again – all those quarterbacks are good quarterbacks. And when it's time to pay them, they're not going to hesitate to pay them. OBJ, you have the chance now to show the world what Lamar really is about and what he's worth. Let's see. Show me what you got. All right, that's it for the Great Debate Show, everybody. Be safe out there, please. And we'll be back next week. Get over. And y'all be good, man.